Hello and welcome. You are listening to 13, a podcast about being and creating. This is a podcast that acknowledges the mundane and celebrates the everyday. Here we interact, read and share our experiences with an intent to be and to create. Your hosts for today are Shantesh and myself Prasanna. So let's get started. Recently we had silence as the topic of the week in 13 and one of the post was on this fisherwoman named Kantabai now the interesting thing about this lady was that there are two things one is the backdrop of a fish market which is chaotic and noisy and then there are transactions which she is doing at a given point in time whether it is to sell the fish or to talk about it negotiate bargain take money give change cleaning and all those things are happening together and when asked that how does she find silence or peace in that whole thing and she just touches her head and says that it's all here in the head so if we look at characters like whether it is kantabai or maybe it's a, a traffic police person standing on a chaotic junction or you can take a nurse who is managing a emergency ward or we can take a teacher taking a class in a kindergarten where there is a background noise of a school and then there is noise within the class the interactions the conversations the things which happen inside so how do they manage that so is there a way in which we can be in the chaos yet being with our own peace of mind absolutely this particular story of kantabai that you share is quite vividly written on our blog it's called pin drop silence in the fish market and i'll put the link in the description for our listeners if they wish to skim through this coming back to our topic i think to define in this context what silence is we have to look at it a little deeper in the sense that this is not the silence where we are talking about the absence of sound this is the silence that we find it difficult to gain because of the constant chatterbox that is going on inside our head and there is no end to it so how do we really achieve this silence is a question that we'll have to look at but before we jump to the how part of it we can simply acknowledge that internally we do feel the need of this silence sometimes when we are not noticing this noise which is constantly there we are ignorant about it we are not noticing it but it is bothering us unconsciously and then there are mo- also moments when you do notice this noise and you realize then that this is constantly playing in the background and since it affects us in the urge to work on this noise we tend to silence and suppress it instead of this resistance a mere acknowledgement might work but why does this sound bother us and what will we achieve by gaining this silence is a question that we have to look at right so when we are looking at the uh, why part of it i think one important uh, distinction which is required here is between silence and what is the absence of it so we are not talking silence as an opposite of noise or sound as you rightly said 
we are looking silence as something which is opposite of distraction and that is what as you rightly said people call it background score some people call it as um, inner music or inner voice or something which is going on inside and typically if we look at the source of it either we are regretting or thinking about the past in that process or we are worried about the future so the reason why is actually because it doesn't allow you to be in the present and that is the reason why it is important to come back to the moment which we are in so that you can fully live that moment fully be in that moment enjoy that moment and then move ahead to the next moment i completely agree with that for me one part of the day when i'm consciously aware of this inner voice this inner chatterbox are the mornings when i sit down to write in my journal and what i write in my journal is not something meaningful or profound per se my simple task here is actually to get whatever thoughts that are coming into my mind at that point of time onto the paper by doing this activity i am being present to the moment and when i do this exercise there comes a point when i feel that there are no longer thoughts that are coming or they are insignificant and that is when i complete my writing and close the book one common thing that i have observed while writing in my journal or even when i am observing myself any time during the day is that these thoughts the inner dialogue like you said comes either from the past or in anticipation of the future i would not say it is only regret and worry though but sometimes there is also an indulgence into the past with good and happy memories that get woven but then you realize that they are absent right now you miss them and therefore there's a void created or i create future with good things and how do i create that only based on my past experiences that is what i termed as good in the past i put that in the future context and then assume that that happens which many times is not even close to what really happens when i actually reach into that future so basically my point here is even my future is defined from my past experiences and memories i can therefore imply that i'm pretty much living in my past this is when i realize that this noise is kind of redundant it is not of any significance or consequence it can be endless if i indulge into it and when i become present to this moment to the right now it feels that everything around suddenly calms down this happens to all of us while watching a sunrise or sitting by the beach and simply watching at the waves come by or when gazing at the night sky these internal experiences are something that we all cherish but then is a fisherman really able to experience those waves like we all poetically talk about or let's say an astronomer able to experience the silence while gazing at the night sky what i mean here is when these activities become mundane that silence might completely disappear so how can we find silence and achieve it in our day to day life through our daily routine yeah i think that is more important here because what happens is many a times people think that going on a mountain or sitting near a beach or going to a quiet place can give that silence which 
at times might work i don't think that it will not work at times it definitely works it is relaxing and so such moments definitely help but then there is also a trap of ongoingly romanticizing silence which can be a risk where you cannot afford it on a day to day basis like for example a fisherman a teacher or a traffic police havaldar who is standing on the junction cannot afford to do that and it is not required also why it is not required because when that inner voice is there or the background score is there there is no guarantee that me going on a mountain is going to help me deal with that inner voice because it might still be there absolutely and sorry i'm interrupting here for sharing this example one of my friends who is from himachal who works here in bangalore during this pandemic he has moved back to his parents home to work from there remotely while chatting with him in a conversation i realized that he is constantly stressed and i was wondering that he is always appreciative of the landscape that he grew up in he talks about it in such a cherished manner and in that 15 minute conversation that i've had he did not even speak about it for once he was just complaining about how stressful his work is and how he is now actually working for longer hours than he did before and therefore it's absolutely true that cutting the physical sound will not really work absolutely and uh, as you rightly said there are quite a few people in these lockdown days when they have seen that if work from home is possible if one can work from anywhere in the world if there is no need of being in big cities some people have started selling off their property their houses in big cities and moving to some uttarakhand and himachal and going and it's not a bad idea i think it's their personal choice but the point is if it is in search of peace then i don't know who can guarantee that peace uh, and uh, in fact if we look at like for example i would like to quote this is a big quote but and then i think it is relevant in the context of what we are discussing right now is by mihaili chicks mihaili of uh, the uh, flow he has written a book on flow the psychology of optimal experience what he says is contrary to what we usually believe moments like these the best moments in our lives are not the passive receptive relaxing times although such experiences can also be enjoyable if we have worked hard to attend them the best moments usually occur when a person's body or mind is stretched to its limits in a voluntary effort to accomplish something difficult worthwhile optimal experience is thus something that we make happen like for a child it could be placing the last block on the tower which they make so so they make the small towers on which everything is done now the whole tower is there but then there is this last two three blocks which are to be kept on top of that and that's when the fingers are trembling and she will find it difficult to do so higher than any such she has to build so far so whatever she has done or maybe you can take for a swimmer it could be trying to beat his own record or for a violinist mastering an intrinsic musical passage so for each person there are thousands of opportunities challenges to expand themselves and i think that's where this whole idea of not just the absence of noise not just the absence of sound but in spite of the sound in spite of the silence when one is actively involved like mindfully doing a particular activity being fully there is a very powerful access to what we call as a state of flow one can say or the silence or uh, there can be various different terms to that but being in the present is accessible very true 
when you are referring this i am remembering pico ayer he is a very interesting character he is a travel writer by profession indian by origin schooled in the uk raised by parents in the us and now resides in japan so you see he's literally been around the globe ironically he is talking somewhere about stillness and the importance of this internal silence and in pursuit of that he actually decided to visit japan to volunteer at a monastery for a few weeks which was very different from what he had romanticized about he says that he couldn't last the regimented living and the scrubbing of the floors and working there rigorously and waking up pretty early and it all reminded him of his boarding school days basically it was not what he had anticipated and he was out of the monastery within a few days as much as that was a disaster what happened later was that he found his belongingness in japan so much so that he ended up living there for the last i guess 3 decades plus and perhaps he'll continue for a lifetime i guess japan really allowed him to find his inner silence that pico was looking for but he also says i think towards end of one of his ted talks that it's not really the place that will allow you to find your inner silence you can travel wherever you want and you will most certainly enjoy but to really explore and to feel alive and full of hope consider going nowhere and i think this in a way speaks volumes absolutely no this is a fantastic uh, uh, story to follow actually and if we now look at how do we attain that so what is the way in which it can be done and the funny part of uh, this particular silence which we are talking about is that it is not required that you need to master it it's an ongoing process there is no need to prove or tell the world that yes today i am uh, attaining that silence or whatever and that's the moment in fact when you will lose it so it is better not to do that and the other thing is like in case of kanta bai the fisher women what happens is ongoingly when they are updating and upskilling themselves to deal with the challenges which there are they are facing around it is helping them stay in that state of flow if you see if there are no people or no customers or there is very little crowd in the fish market kanta bai may get bored she may after some time start feeling that oh it is not fun so that is the time her internal dialogue and background music will start then she will start thinking about her past problems mistakes and then she will start wondering about what to do in the future and all those things will trigger then so my point is that that boredom gets kind of um, eliminated by upcoming challenges so they need challenge the other thing is the absence of skills now what happens if the challenges are there but the required skills are not there so say for example a traffic police who has recently joined in a place like mumbai and if the commissioner sends him directly to a place like sakinaka which is known for uh, huge traffic maybe somewhere uh, ranking top 10 in the world i am sure that traffic police uh, person will be overwhelmed he will not be able to deal with because he has not yet gotten the skills to deal with such a huge traffic and that overwhelmingness that anxiety will cause bigger problems to him yeah yes for these examples that you lay prasanna kantabai or traffic police person what i understand is that if their skills aren't in use 
or the other extreme where if they aren't skilled enough to take a new challenge, they may lose their inner silence. Can I therefore infer here that the silence that we are searching for is not dependent on the external factors and perhaps that's why my friend sitting in Himachal, who loves his native place so much, is still finding it difficult to find that inner silence. Now an important question here is, without this external stimulus, how do you achieve an inner silence? To learn to be with oneself could be a key here. And to practice that is an ongoing journey, it's a process and rather a continuous one. Practicing that in an ongoing manner may allow us to find silence. At the same time, I think we can acknowledge these experiences, the sunrise, the waves, the night that we were discussing earlier, because they give us a glimpse into what silence can bring to us. And therefore, as an ongoing process, one can simply become present to this moment. And as soon as one catches themselves drifting into an internal dialogue, the noise appears, then can we just by observing say a flower or a plant or the branches of a tree swaying by the wind, bring calmness within us? Yes, we are relying on, on external factors again, but these are mundane and by observing them, one can bring an inner calmness and that could be a start. Uh, I think we are trying to give solutions here, which I think we should not get into. One thing which works for one may not work for other is my point. And in case of Kantabai also, what I want to say is that I don't think that she is an expert in silence. It is that we are trying to observe how she manages it, not that she is willing to do it. She is not herself present, by the way. And she is just another human being like you and I. So she is not a uh, Gautam Buddha. So definitely, uh, she is having her own worries and problems. The point is, we are trying to look at the moments in her life where she is in that state of silence. And those moments are when there is a lot of there are a lot of customers and she has the sufficient skill to deal with it. The moment the skill goes down, she gets overwhelmed. When the moment the challenges go up, she gets stressed out. So that balance is something which is naturally happening there. Is Kantabai willingly doing that? Absolutely not. The traffic police Havaldar, after one hour or two hours after his duty, he is again into the same rut in which we all are. I think it is very important to look at that particular phase in which they are able to attain that silence and try to uh, look at the different attributes of it. I mean, I was trying to look at my own experiences and draw conclusions probably in how to find silence. Mm. But it is not in finding silence for all, but it is about seeing value in the silence. Absolutely. And finding our own ways to achieve this silence. Maybe here's where one has to inquire for themselves. Correct. So, uh, yeah, an inquiry in, and I think especially when we are in that state of uh, mindfulness, like being mindful and now how to be mindful as in, again, as you said, there can be different ways. So it is not that being in nature or being with oneself, one cannot attend that. But there are different accesses, there are different ways in which one can attempt to be mindful. And the more mindful a person gets about his mental, emotional and physical states, I think that helps in a way to at least catch that background noise if not stop to begin with at least catch that and uh, i think that is the main point because the moment i start again resisting it as we have discussed in one of our other episode resistance will cause more persistence of that thing right 
before we complete our conversation what i feel is there is no one way to achieve this inner silence but finding that silence brings an experience of wholeness an experience of calmness and that is all that we are looking for and if one finds value in this inner silence then how can it be achieved is probably their own business to look at and to observe themselves and find it for themselves absolutely so getting into that see being present if the takeaway of this whole conversation is about being present to that background score i think even that can be a good so so for the listeners my invitation would be to just get present to their own inner noise the inner conversation and in that lies the access to the silence thank you for listening for more such podcasts and daily blogs subscribe us on creating13.com that is creating13.com for 6 days a week we write blogs on such topics with an intent to promote everyday writing these blogs are inspired by our daily writings a morning ritual that we religiously follow we hope that these texts will provide you some fodder for thought for an inner inquiry we believe that writing each day allows one to observe life as is and bring a genuine clarity within you can follow us on our twitter or instagram handle creating_13 or on our facebook page creating13 we hope that you enjoyed this episode and we wish to have you with us again next week for listening a new episode until then take care